When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We're not going to be in a recession, uh, in my view. Uh, we uh, The employment rate is still one of the lowest we've had in history. It's in the 3.6 area. Uh, we still find ourselves with people investing. Uh, my, my hope is we go from this rapid growth to steady growth. And uh, so see, we'll see some coming down, but I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. So this got into an interesting conversation yesterday because we're about to get the numbers on it because we've had a, uh, we've had one bad quarter and we're about to get the numbers on the second quarter. And for some reason, the White House has decided to lay it out as uh, it ain't going to happen, even though it's very likely to happen. I don't. Do you understand what the politics of this are? You know, it's funny. I I assumed we were going to discuss the economics of it first, then the politics. But, yeah, politically speaking, I find it mystifying because it would not be that difficult to say, yeah, coming out of the explosive growth we've had in the pandemic and the supply chain issues, we had just unbelievable growth for a while. It's going to settle back down for a few months. But the un- or the employment picture continues to be great. And, yeah, after a few months of settling down, I think we're going to see some good, slow, steady growth. And everybody would be like, oh, yeah, it's going to settle down for a while. But, no, they're going with, A, there's not going to be a recession. Or, B, as we're about to discuss, uh, a recession's when uh, the uh, moon and stars start moving backward and, uh, and beasts start speaking. So we're not having a recession. Well, even CNN is having trouble with them redefining what's a recession, which has always been two negative quarters in a row. Right. 47. I was laughing to myself with the in my view thing because it's like, well, in my view, I should be drafted into the NBA. Like the <laughs> in NBA, my view, NBA executives I would didn't make agree with that. Of dollars, right. right. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter what you think. It's there's a there is a technical definition. We get why they're doing it politically. Right. 
at the same time, we have these terms for reasons. You don't have to like it. Of course they don't like it. Yeah, it's a problem for them. This adds to the problem. But you don't get to change the nomenclature in the middle of a campaign because it doesn't work for you. Yeah, if CNN is calling you out on, wait a second, you're just changing the definition of what a recession is, you're in trouble. And you're already at thirty, the lowest approval rating that any president has had in modern history, lower than Trump. And and now you're obviously lying to people, and CNN's even calling you out. I just can't, I can't imagine the political thinking on this. Well, I think that when the umpteenth example comes along of somebody just not being good at their jobs, you just have to say, you know what? They're not very good at their jobs. Wow. Their messaging is terrible. Wow. I, I, I don't know. I mean, because I assume most of the people that are in, 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 in charge of these sorts of decisions are like high level, been ded- have dedicated their lives to politics and political science and watching campaigns. This is moronic. These yeah, things. yeah. Do we have the clip of what they were commenting on, by the way? Which would be kind of helpful. I think I just sent it to Hanson, but um, anyway, they they are sending out various administration officials to say, oh, no, two, two quarters of, of, of the negative growth isn't a recession. A recession depends on the job market and how cheerful everybody is and whether the flag still flaps in the wind. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> So where are we economically then? I mean, is it uh, is it looking like we are in a recession? I don't actually know that. Uh, the numbers are coming out what Thursday? And as we talked about earlier, yeah. So that then, well, it depends whether you're using the new White House definition or the old definition. Huh. But we'll know on Thursday whether or not we're in a recession. Um, and, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to lay the groundwork of no, 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 no. That is not how you define a recession, which is not the way practically every economist does it. But. Um, as we pointed out last hour, when you find out you've had two negative quarters in a row, negative growth quarters in a row, you've been living it for six months. And did you eat your neighbor or or, or sell your children or or start, you know, giving blood to the homeless for money? Or did you do any of those? And if you didn't, well, then I guess you're okay. Well, see, that's the other side of the coin is if it is officially declared, the media will act as if. You know, I don't know. It's, it's the the apocalypse is upon us, and there's a meteor hurling toward the earth, and you know neither reaction is proper. Saying as long as puppies are still little balls of joy and apple pie is delicious on a summer's day, we're not in a recession. That's horse crap. <laughs> and and so, we are officially in a recession. Bam, bam, bam. Recession times. You know the titles we'll read and all. It's all crap. <laughs> Everybody, settle down. So we don't like both ends of the story. No, no, we don't. I don't even like the middle. I'll tell you this, though, and this is no joke. The people who you need to ask about the economy are America's small businesses, small business people. They have a sense of people's spending habits and consumer spending, two-thirds of the economy. You've heard that a million times. Uh, They have a real sense of people's spending habits. But they're not so big and insulated from economic upturns and downturns like giant corporations are. They feel it as it's happening. So I always like to talk to small business people about the economy. Uh, And uh, according to the New York Times, and I think they're absolutely right, 
After two years of shutdowns and restrictions due to the COVID-19 pandemic, small businesses are straining to keep up with price increases without losing customers to larger competitors. They're struggling to keep positions filled as competition for workers remain at fever pitch. And just at the moment that many business owners begin to recover and shore up their depleted savings, they're worried that the Fed, the medicine for inflation, will bring fresh hardship. High borrowing costs and timid consumers and surveys show that small business sentiment has taken a markedly pessimistic turn in recent months. Uh, I believe, yeah, in June, the National Federation of Independent Business measured its lowest reading ever for economic expectations. Now, Joe the skeptic, because I'm skeptical of everything, they don't make clear in the article, there may be a link, but they don't make clear how long they've been measuring uh, the uh, economic expectations. If it's been for three months, and this is the lowest reading ever, well, that doesn't mean very much. If they've right. been doing it for 150 years, that means a great deal more. I will look into it. Yeah, but the but point that, that is, does, the that, point remains. That does happen a lot, where you see the lowest this since we've been keeping records, and you find out they've been keeping records since 2005 or something. That is a completely different thing than since the 20s. <laughs> so yeah, that's a very good point. A pro-small business uh, nonprofit, the Small Business Majority, in a survey in mid-July, found that nearly one in three small businesses could not survive for more than three months without additional capital or a change in business conditions. So one in three are headed for the rocks? Oof. Again, take that with a grain of salt, but it's not good. Well, my anecdotal evidence... Uh, when I was traveling a couple of weeks ago, and we're on vacation next week, so maybe we'll have more anecdotal evidence. Is every freaking restaurant had a line? Every uh, the airport was packed. Every every flight was packed. Traffic was heavy. I don't know if that's what a recession is supposed to look like. Well, as we talked about, was it last week or the week before? This is the weirdest recession anybody's ever seen because the recession, the downturn in economic production, it's always accompanied. Always with an upturn in unemployment claims. This time, no. Unemployment claims continue to be very, very low. So uh, they used to talk about stagflation with a stagnant economy, yet inflation. Nobody thought that was possible. Well, now I think they're calling it a job session. What? I'm not sure I can say these words. Job session. A job session where jobs are still hot as hell. You can get them anywhere you want. Go ahead. Quit your job. Give your boss the finger. Kick him in the ass if you want on the way out. Steal some office supplies. Doesn't matter. The guy across town will hire you as quick as you can. And yet we're in a a, a, a recession. So it's weird. It's going to do what it do. Most, it's going to do what it do. Most businesses I go into, it seems their biggest problem, if you talk to somebody there, is they, they we can't hire enough people. That's their big problem. Which, in contrast to the uh, statistics and or surveys I just brought you, would suggest that they have more business than they can handle. Right. Exactly. Well, it wouldn't suggest it. I mean, it's clear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't know what to make of this. Right. If the greatest experts uh, who walk the earth are befuddled by this, trust me, I am. Plus, mm-hmm. I got the COVID. So, you know, I got the COVID fog. Actually, I don't think I do. That uh, person you just heard from, that little clip you just heard, hit me with one of those, Michael. Just anything. What do you expect? Exactly. We should reset that for you if you haven't heard it. Um, quite striking. It is quite striking and very interesting, actually, too, culturally, about a neighborhood that you you know probably don't live in or uh, have experience with. 
and some significant crime news from L.A., which is where that clip comes from. The tide, my friends, is turning. All right. Jared Kushner has announced he has cancer. See how big a deal that is. Among other things on the way. Oh, Tim Sandifer, an hour three, some cool case that he's working on. Tim the lawyer, if you're a fan of his act, all on the way on today's show. It's going to be a good one. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Something like that would happen on a Sunday afternoon. Well, when you're dealing with different hoods, what do you expect? Because it's the weekend, and I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm from Santana Block Crip, so it's going to do what it do. So, mm. So what is that? That was, I believe it was L.A. 5. It was one of the news stations in L.A. Uh, looking for a, a woman on the street, quote, about how shocking and sad it was that there was a shooting in a local park. And instead of saying, oh, my God, I can't believe that something like that would happen around here, the young woman who identified herself as uh, being with uh, a certain branch of the Crips said, well, yeah. It's the weekend. You got different hoods. I think she was trying to say somebody came into our hood and they got their ass shot. So what do you expect? What do you expect? That's right. It's going to do what it do. Wow. How different is that than <laughs> practically everybody's lifestyle that's listening right now, including mine? So now that you know the context, so they do the report on the shooting and they say, uh, 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 Joe Jones talked to local residents. And she said, It's the weekend. No, the whole thing, please. Something like that would happen on a Sunday afternoon. Well, when you're dealing with different hoods, what do you expect? Because it's the weekend, and I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm from Santana Block Crip, so it's going to do what it do. So when you have... That sort of activity uh, ingrained in a culture like that to the point that she's not going to condemn it. She says, of course it happened. What are you asking me here? How do the police operate in an environment like that? How do you find a witness who says, oh, yeah, I saw the license plate, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I don't know, but I would, I would guess that the kind of the reverse way of looking at this would be um, people who are growing up in that uh, neighborhood wouldn't even just be able to imagine my lifestyle growing up. Just even imagine it. Like, right. zero threat of armed confrontation every day. It just, like, it'd almost be like being from a different planet. And it's, you know, it's how rap took off the way it did when people started making music that reflected the lifestyle of a whole bunch of people that had nothing that was reflecting their lifestyle. Yeah. Then, yeah. then the whole weird, suburban, rich, perfectly happy white kids decided to like it as its own interesting cultural thing. But, um, you know, and it was just it was shocking to a lot of us. Uh, there are neighborhoods where that's 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 what your lifestyle is like every day. But apparently it is like listen to that person there. What did you expect? They came into our neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's well, the wild way. Literally like it's the wild west. Oh, yeah. To a large extent, it is. Yeah. It's uh, going to do what it do.
And I suppose we could get off into the contrast between that lifestyle, that reality, and the BLM movement, but that would take too long. So instead, I will just tell you this. Uh, court records show that the homeless man who attacked a former Olympian, I don't know if you heard about this attack, had a frightening history of assaulting women for the past four years. For instance, attack survivor Irene Lee said, he just came up behind me and he socked me. I felt like a car had hit me. I started stumbling forward, just crying. She remembers the attack vividly. It was August 2020. Well, she was an attorney at the L.A. County District Attorney's Office, of all things. She was walking over to Starbucks with a co-worker, Starbucks with a co-worker, when she's randomly attacked. The same man who attacked Ms. Lee, 51-year-old Semyon Tazfamarian, also assaulted former Olympian and model Kim Glass last week when he allegedly threw a construction bolt at the silver medalist. Uh, he and other people like that are going to hurt more people, she said in an early interview. He's yes. been let out enough. And Glass demanded change after learning that her attacker had a pattern of offenses. Something has to change because what we're doing now is not okay. This man has been let out multiple times. He has done this to other people. Yeah, this Tazfa Marion lunatic has assaulted at least three other women before attacking Lee and Glass. So a total of five now. Chased down two women with a golf club and a hammer in 2018. 2020, he pleaded guilty to striking a 19-year-old girl with a metal pole. And there was another attack that they don't go into the details. Well, right. I, I, I tell this story probably too often, but the homeless person that assaulted my family, who's now in prison, when I started doing research on him and finding how many times he had done that to people in his life around the United States in different states, it was very frustrating. How is he not in jail doing this over and over and over all over the place? Well, in George Gascon's L.A. and in in your district and in other places with progressive DAs, you get to hurt people over and over again if you want to. Go ahead and smash women in the head. It's okay. You won't be punished for it. Now, does it seem sick and weird that I'm speaking those words out loud? That's the reality. You've got to have the guts to say how it is. That's the reality in George Gascon's Los Angeles. Now, Ms. Lee called on the system, quote-unquote, to do a better job and pay attention to patterns. By the grace of God, Kim is alive and healing. But I just can't imagine if he bashed her head in and she died. It would be just another murder in downtown L.A. I feel like this is entirely preventable. Well, in a related story... Alyssa Blair, who's a key deputy to Democratic L.A. District Attorney George Gascon, lunatic, uh, who spearheaded his juvenile justice directives, is leaving her post. She doesn't feel like she can protect public safety um, there, so she's uh, joining a nonprofit that, that tries to do the same thing. Uh, but the next step in my career, da-da-da. Uh, Although she says, I'm still cool with George Gaston not being pushed out, as is rumored. Of course, if she tried to uh, uh, enforce the law, I'm sure she got a hell of a lot of pressure. But, yeah, his department is... How quickly can we recall this maniac? Do people still believe in the American dream? And this midterm election might be unlike recent midterm elections. Some new analysis. Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. 
See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Past five days, President Biden has been isolating with COVID. And today, his doctor said that his symptoms are now almost completely resolved. Biden's staff was like, just to be safe, let's keep him isolated till 2025. <laughs> I'm happy for the president, because usually when you hear the words Biden and viral, it's because he fell up the stairs. And you go, how do you do that? Biden's been isolating for the last five days. When asked how he spent the time, Biden said, I told one story. <laughs> you know, I, I, we don't traffic in this kind of uh, partisan commentary that much, but I, I was listening to a great podcast yesterday from uh, some um, you know, hardcore Republican partisan types about how differently the media treats Joe Biden getting COVID as opposed to when Trump got COVID. It was just the sloppy White House and their will- the lack of willingness to accept the fact that COVID is in and Biden gets it. It's just, well, what are you going to do? And then, um, and then the nonstop, who did Trump spread it to and pictures of him with all these different people and the, the, the conversations about who might have one. Oh, the super spreader on the South Lawn. And. And when specifically asked at the podium, what's her name, KJP or whatever her name is, about who do they think Biden got it from? And she said, well, you know, it's hard to tell and it doesn't really matter. As opposed to trying to contact, trace children in schools across America, there'd be no one human being easier to contact, trace in the world than the right. president of the United States. And they're saying, well, you can't really do that and it's hard. Well, then why are you do trying to do it in my local school? Well, and how about Dr. Burks the other day saying, you know, yeah, we knew it wouldn't pre- prevent uh, transmission. That's gotten almost no attention. 
Uh, so a lot of economic stuff coming out this week, and uh, Walmart just yesterday, the largest U.S. retailer, it's a big deal, slashed their profit outlook because they, they think things are going to go bad, are going bad and are going to go worse. So we'll see. Are we in a recession or not is part of the conversation around that. And the White House's official paper that they put out yesterday was this. What is a recession? While some maintain that two consecutive quarters of falling GDP constitute a recession. Uh, Everybody maintains that for my entire life. That is neither the official definition nor the way economists evaluate the state of the business cycle. And it is true. I sit corrected. It is true. It's not the official definition, but it's the one everybody has used my whole lifetime. And then at the end, they say. Based on the data coming out this week, it's unlikely that the decline in GDP in the first quarter of this year, even if followed by another GDP decline, which we're going to find out on Thursday, indicates a recession. My question to you would be, and we all know the answer, if this were happening to a Republican president, two negative quarters in a row, would you consider that a recession? I'm (laughs) guessing you would. Sure. So, hilarious Again, partisan games. Always spinning. I'm asking this question. I have RBF, uh, the uh, the expression, the acronym for the expression resting bitch face, which has been around for what? Decade, decade and a half. Whoever first came up with this, it was really, really good because some people's relaxed, neutral face looks like they're angry. Looks hostile, yeah. I've always said you have RPKF. Resting psycho killer face? Yeah, a but, friend of mine know. says resting murdery face, RMF. Yeah, that's close enough, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, sometimes in certain situations um, will text me and say, you, you got your RMF going. <laughs> so it's like, you know, so I can like try to try to change it. So I've been working on, and I, what I was wondering, has anybody ever successfully gotten rid of that? For whatever reason, the muscle structure of your face or whatever, you've got RBF. Male or female, have you ever had success changing that? I've been practicing, like trying to, like if I catch myself, come up with a neutral face. But whenever I come up with a neutral face, it looks like I need to pee or I'm constipated or something. Coming up with a natural looking face, if that's not your default face, is not easy. Not neutral. That's not what you're going for. And I will tell you this. I want neutral. I will. No, no, no. You don't want neutral. There's no such thing as neutral. You're always making a face. (laughs) <laughs> somebody somebody I care about a great deal has the most transparent I've stopped paying attention to you face of any human being I've ever dealt with on earth. <laughs> Is it me? And this this person this person who I care about is in a world where that will not do. Mm. Uh, particularly if said person might be on the young side of 50, we'll say, and working that person's way up through the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So achieving a look of interested attentiveness intentionally has been a project and a successful one. So you can change your RBF or your disinterested or whatever. Has anybody ever had any success doing that? Text line 415-295-KFTC. I've actually been practicing faces, which Henry's encouraging me. Sam just can't stop <laughs> laughing. Every time I try to do a neutral face, he just falls on the floor laughing. I can see both their points. You look like Raise you're going to your eyebrow, cock your head a little to the side. <laughs> That's the interested look. Try it. Practice it at home.
Oh, boy. Tim Sandifer coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Past five days, President Biden has been isolating with COVID, and today his doctor said that his symptoms are now almost completely resolved. Biden's staff was like, just to be safe, let's keep him isolated till 2025. <laughs> I'm happy for the president, because usually when you hear the words Biden and viral, it's because he fell up the stairs. And you go, how do you do that? Biden's been isolating for the last five days. When asked how he spent the time, Biden said, I told one story. <laughs> you know, I, I, we don't traffic in this kind of uh, partisan commentary that much, but I, I was listening to a great podcast yesterday from uh, some um, you know, hardcore Republican partisan types about how differently the media treats Joe Biden getting COVID as opposed to when Trump got COVID. It was just the sloppy White House and their willing, the lack of willingness to accept the fact that COVID is in, and Biden gets it. It's just, well, what are you going to do? And then, um, and then the nonstop, who did Trump spread it to? And pictures of him with all these different people and the, the, the conversations about who might have him. Oh, the super spreader on the South Lawn. And... And when specifically asked at the podium, what's her name, KJP or whatever her name is, about who do they think Biden got it from? And she said, well, you know, it's hard to tell and it doesn't really matter. As opposed to trying to contact trace children in schools across America, there'd be no one human being easier to contact trace in the world than the right. president of the United States. And they're saying, oh, you can't really do that. And it's hard. Well, then what? 
why are you do trying to do it in my local school? Well, and how about Dr. Burks the other day saying, you know, yeah, we knew it wouldn't pre- prevent uh, transmission. That's mm-hmm. gotten almost no attention. Uh, so a lot of economic stuff coming out this week, and uh, Walmart just yesterday, the largest U.S. retailer, it's a big deal, slashed their profit outlook because there's, they, they think things are going to go bad, are going bad and are going to go worse. So we'll see. Are we in a recession or not is part of the conversation around that. And the White House's official paper that they put out yesterday was this. What is a recession? While some maintain that two consecutive quarters of falling GDP constitute a recession. Uh, Everybody maintains that for my entire life. That is neither the official definition nor the way economists evaluate the state of the business cycle. And it is true. It is corrected. It is true. It's not the official definition, but it's the one everybody has used my whole lifetime. And then at the end, they say, based on the data coming out this week, it's unlikely that the decline in GDP in the first quarter of this year, even if followed by another GDP decline, which we're going to find out on Thursday, indicates a recession. My question to you would be, and we all know the answer, if this were happening to a Republican president, two negative quarters in a row, would you consider that a recession? I'm (laughs) guessing you would. Sure. So, hilarious, again, partisan games. Always spinning. I'm asking this question. I have RBF, uh, the the expression, the acronym for the expression resting bitch face, which has been around for what? Decade, decade and a half. Whoever first came up with this, it was really, really good because some people's relaxed, neutral face looks like they're angry. Looks hostile, yeah. I've always said you have RPKF, resting psycho killer face. Yeah, a but, friend of mine know. says resting murdery face, RMF. Yeah, that's close enough, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, sometimes in certain situations um, will text me and say, you, you got your RMF going. <laughs> so it's like, you know, so I can like try to, try to change it. So I've been working on, and I, what I was wondering, has anybody ever successfully gotten rid of that? For whatever reason, the muscle structure of your face or whatever, you've got RBF, male or female, have you ever had success changing that? I've been practicing, like trying to, like if I catch myself, come up with a neutral face, but whenever I come up with a neutral face, it looks like I need to pee or I'm constipated (laughs) or something. Coming up with a natural looking face, if that's not your default face, is not easy. Not neutral. That's not what you're going for. And I will tell you this. I want neutral. I will. No, no, no. You don't want neutral. New, there's no such thing as neutral. You're always making a face. <laughs> somebody somebody I care about a great deal has the most transparent, I've stopped paying attention to you, face of any human being I've ever dealt with <laughs> on Earth. Is it me? And this, this person, this person who I care about is in a world where that will not do. Hmm. Uh, particularly if said person might be on the young side of 50, we'll say, and working that person's way up through the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- achieving a look of interested attentiveness intentionally has been a project and a successful one. So you can change your RBF or your disinterested or whatever. Has anybody ever had any success doing that? Text line 415-295-KFTC. I've actually been practicing faces, which 
Henry's encouraging me. Sam just can't stop laughing. Every time I try to do a neutral face, he just falls on the floor laughing. I can see both their points. You look like Raise you're going to Raise your toot. eyebrow. Cock your head a little to the side. That's the interested look. Try it. Practice it at home. Oh, boy. Tim Sandifer coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.